Start podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Marvin Lackey, alongside He Only Hates It All, Brandon, and the Tennessee Bandit himself, Steve. How are you guys doing this week? We're doing good, my dude. How are you? Yeah, I'm living, honestly. I, I was not sold on PS5, but they, they made a believer out of me, guys. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, that console, oh, oh, the way that it looks is, it is sexy you know i'm not i'm not normally a fan of like white aesthetics and stuff like that on consoles but oh boy I it can... looks better than the xbox series x love you microsoft it, but you done screwed up really does like i'm looking at the series that, x man. oh no like <laughs> i'm like, not bro so if i wanted yet. a rubik's cube i'd just go ahead and go buy a rubik's cube bro if like, i wanted what? a mini fridge i would go buy a mini fridge Oh, you okay, don't even have to go right, buy we'll, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. We'll go talk about that later. What have you guys been playing? Hey, what have you guys been playing? Go buy the collector's editions for Black Ops 3. They included a mini fridge with it. All right. That's, uh, <laughs> you can go. Boom. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, Brandon. Let's start with you. What have you been playing? Uh, I have been playing. Uh, the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners lately. I finally decided to complete my PSVR setup. Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, Final Fantasy XIV, World of Warcraft, and I finally decided to get it together and start playing Metro, the whole franchise. And um, I I regret not doing it sooner. That is... I'm going to be honest with you. The Last of Us 2 next week is going to have a run for its time in terms of, um, in terms of atmosphere. Because Metro is just straight oppressive. Like it's even when you go outside, you're like, it's it's fucked up out here too. Like a brother can't get a break no matter what he does. Um is just out here struggling. And obviously, you know, I haven't got the last fight yet. And um and obviously Exodus very much looking forward to running through those, but my goodness. Like I'm kind of, I'm almost tempted to like get a old 360 and see what 33 was like, you know, when it released on 360 compared to the last light version at some point. Just to no, just play the play with classic controls instead of last light. Oh, oh, I didn't know I could do that. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. But uh, <laughs> ancient centers, ancient centers is an experience, man. Like. I don't know if you guys mess with The Walking Dead at all, but as somebody that's been following the franchise, we've all had those moments where you like you see somebody die in the show or in the comics, and you're like, "How did you die?" Or you know, I've played all the games as well. Like, how did you die? You know, you can outrun all the walkers. Now I get it. You know, because it's not as simple as just stab, stab, shoot. Like when you're stabbing into somebody's head, you have to pass through all the skin. You have to pass through the bone of the skull or the rib cage or whatever it is that you're sinking into, and then you have to yank out, and that requires a lot of force to be able to do. And those extra seconds it takes you to jab into somebody's head and pull out, it really, 
know, a couple zombies can sneak up on you like nothing. And then you got to decide, how am I going to engage? Like, am I going to go in with a machete, an axe, a knife, a gun? You know, you can kill somebody, you know, pretty stealthily with a knife, but if it's warm, you're pretty much screwed. And use an axe or a machete in a crowd, but the machete can definitely take the heads off. You can clear out a room with a gun, but obviously that's going to bring walkers towards you. So, you know, it's, it's definitely a, you know, you have to really think about how you engage, but it's something else. Man, that sounds I'm so pretty. <laughs> I'm intrigued because I have an I'm... Oculus, so I'm intrigued. I know you, you'll probably get a little bit of a different, a better, I don't want to say better experience and like try to scare off people that have PSVR, but like in terms of visual quality, I think you'll get a better experience. But the gameplay of it, from what I understand, is one to one. You know, it's not like they're cutting quarters in terms of gameplay. It's just, you know, the PS4 with its aging hardware compared to a newer graphics card, 2070, 2080, you just you can't compare. Cool. I'm going to have to check it out because I'm actually looking at it right now on the Oculus store. I'm yeah, so and, glad you prefaced that by saying you're talking about this Walking Dead game because for a second I was like, dude, police are going to be at your door like, this man's talking about using machetes and crowds. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. FBI, man, no. I was and, just clipping know, that like, alright, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we got him. <laughs> the great thing about uh, Saints and Sinners is if you played like early VR stuff then you know about all the issues in terms of like Thing where like you be trying to like touch a door, you know, division one, you you can close the door and all that, except your arm or your hand would go through the door. Everything in The Walking Dead actually has the physical presence, which is actually really nice. Like no matter what you do, you're not clipping through the environment, you're not clipping through doors, you're not falling through things, and it makes you feel like you're actually really grounded in that world. And it's really, really cool to see. Steven, what about you? What have you been playing? Alright, so... You guys are going to laugh at me for this one, but it's actually a really good game. So, I got this game called Shotgun Farmers. Sounds weird. It's actually pretty cool. So, it's car- it's kind of a cartoony shooter. It's an FPS. But what you do is... You get a weapon, and then you shoot it, and then when you kill somebody, the ammo, either when you kill somebody or you miss somebody, it'll, uh, it goes to the ground and it plants itself like a plant. And then it grows itself over time. And then the more time you last, or let it grow, the more ammo you'll get. Pretty crazy. Um, (laughs) This sounds great, actually. It's actually pretty good. Um, I've also, as you guys know, as being Press Start's resident simulator expert, I've picked up a couple new sim games. <laughs> I picked up PC Builder Simulator. Yes, I did, guys. Don't laugh. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, cooking Sim. It's actually pretty fun. Uh, thief Simulator. And Drug Dealer Simulator. Uh, okay, okay, so many, okay. So many sins. <laughs> Boy, there's a comment that I want to make. Y'all better be glad that we're on air. But as soon as we cut this record. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I said, oh, isn't Drug Dealing Simulator just Grand Theft Auto? <laughs> I thought. <laughs> you, you guys are Look, right. Mate, we're we're, we're going to get into Grand Theft Auto a little bit later. Don't worry. We will. 
But no, it's actually pretty fun. So PC Builder Sim, it's pretty easy. It's not like, you know, it's kind of intuitive, but you literally, you can diagnose the PCs. You can run uh, virus scans on these computers. You can run uh, benchmark tests on these computers. You can put different graphics card, RAM, like everything. It's really in-depth. Can you mine cryptocurrency? Not yet. Damn it, they need to patch that. I know, I know, I know. (laughs) Cooking sim is a little bit harder, but you can chop your stuff. You can, you know, you actually have to chop everything up. You actually have to fry stuff in the oven or fry stuff in the pan. Cook the oven, put the temperature. Like, dude, it's really, really intense. The oven. I'm I'm cooking in the oven now. Yeah, you could use the oven, the stovetop. Um, the deep fryer, like, dude, it's super intensive. And now they just came out today, the 11th, they came out with a bakery mod for it. So it's DLC, so you can create cookies, cakes, pies. Like, it's it, it's really cool. And uh, and whatnot. Cake boss bows now. Hey, but I haven't played <laughs> Thief Sim yet. I haven't played uh, Drug Dealer Sim yet. So stay tuned, guys, for another episode I'm, on that. I'm just alarmed by the fact that there is a game called Drug Dealer Simulator. I Look just, it up on Steam, man. Look me, it up I, on Steam. I'm not shocked in the slightest. <laughs> That's all oh, like a Steam they, they, I found, oh, dude, because you know me and I'm nice simulators. Um, I found a granny simulator. Like Bro, that. it's it's borderline <laughs> like goat simulator. It's borderline like goat simulator because I didn't... Irvin, if I wanted to do granny simulator, I'd just put on a dress and pretend to be Medea. Like, I'd do my best <laughs> time in person and roll with it. You don't have adaptive keys. <laughs> he wants the WASD, this, this granny into, like... Uh, no, man. I, I, I want to play Granny Simulator now. <laughs> Only my PC for that game alone. <laughs> there you go. Um, And then I did... um. I did go start to finish on Space Force also. Ooh, how was that? I haven't started yet. Okay, so without spoiling anything, if you're a huge Office fan, don't go into it expecting Michael Scott, okay? That's what I'm going to tell you is don't go in expecting The Office out of this. Um, It is still pretty funny. I thought it was pretty funny. It's not as cringy as people call The Office because you know how people call The Office cringy, right? Because of Michael's humor, and I'm a huge Office fan. It was, I thought some of it was funny, but it was good. It kind of left you wanting more. So I'm hoping there's a season two. It's ten episodes, so that's not. I don't think that's enough to me. An hour or twenty minutes. Uh, they're thirty minute episodes. It's not a lot. So it's not much, but like you know, especially like I said, I went into it with the mentality of this is The Office, right? Or it's going to be kind of like The Office because it's from the same creators. It's from, uh, you know, it's from Steve Carell and uh, uh, Greg Daniels, I think his name is. Um, Really good stuff. It was really good. It was done well. You got some military humor in there, so veterans will kind of, oh, okay, I get that, you know. But uh, I'll definitely give it about a 7 out of 10. It was It was good, but it wasn't like, you know, great. If that makes any okay. sense. Um, no, I'm hoping for a season two. I'm really hoping because there's a lot that they left open that and when you watch it, Marvin, you'll be able to come tell me and be like, oh, why did they leave that open? And you'll understand what I'm talking about. Um, okay. <laughs> but they left so many holes there. But, you know, we'll definitely see where it comes because it just came out. I binged watch the whole season in a weekend, so can't complain. 
Right, That's uh, been my I've life. Been, I, I've been playing uh, Predator Hunting Grounds on PS4. Mm. It's, it's some dumb fun, but I'm actually really enjoying it. Uh, Tetris Effect, the VR, really trippy Tetris game. I just can't put that down. I rewatched the Fast and Furious saga with my sister. Oh my god. Did you watch it in the right order? Yeah, absolutely. I, I even uh, I got the 4K copies too, so I finally got to see Vitter, the Rock in, in in full 4K glory. <laughs> so you watched Tokyo is... Drift after them all, right? Oh, Tokyo Drift number three. Not in the storyline, it's not. Yeah, not in the storyline. I go release order. Oh, okay. You didn't go storyline. Okay, you went. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I had to like do something with Hobbs and Shaw, and I, I was I was done after eight. It's nuts. Uh, you know what, man? I love Fast and Furious, and it's one of those things where it's just like, all right, you know what? I can turn my brain off for two and a half two hours, hours or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, because everybody hates on it, but it's like, you know what, man? The best action stupid movies out currently. Be, They're the most consistent. Yeah, stupid as it can be, where else can you go that you can watch somebody quite literally drive a $4.8 million supercar? Out of a building in Dubai. Doesn't get any better than that. Rock pushed the rock pushed the torpedo out out of the way on a a lake, a frozen lake. Like when I saw that, I just knew like life can never get better than that. Honestly, I know it really can, and it's just like, all right, that's what we're doing now. My my funny thing is is how it went from fucking. Oh, this is about street racing. All the way to like <laughs> saving the fucking world with the rock. That's exactly started, what I was about to say. How they started did they off do that? <laughs> They started off stealing combo VHS DVD players that somehow like a hundred million dollars. Like <laughs> from the beginning it was nuts. And it just kept going. That is just ridiculous, man. Uh, I've also been I rewatched Inception for like the first time since like for ten years since it's been like years now. Man, I forgot how nuts that movie is. It's crazy that movie's been out for ten years. Yeah, dude. When I saw the release, I was like, "Holy crap!" I remember seeing it opening day at uh, in IMAX and just like being like, "I don't know what the hell I just saw, but I'm glad I saw it." Pretty much, like I had no clue. And even now, I still have no clue what just happened in that movie. Bro, that dreaming. movie is just a, sure. a trip. Yeah, he's, it's all a dream, chat. Spoiler alert. Really all a dream. <laughs> if you haven't seen Inception... It's right, way it's past dream. the spoiler alert rules. Absolutely. And then, You're talking uh, about Inception? Oh, I thought you meant Insidious. Yeah, okay, yeah. Inception, Inception. Yeah, I've seen it. Insidious is a movie that needs to go in the trash can. Just saying. I hate it. I hate, the, I hate all those uh, James Wayne movies, man. Inception. James Wan Any alone. Christopher Nolan movie deserves an Academy Award. Just saying. Absolutely. He, that man's masterful. Uh, all right. And then my last thing is uh, I've been watching Avatar The Last Airbender again since it's on Netflix. Of course. Uh, of course, man. Can we just talk about the fact that one of these days, like, I need a new version of Avatar where Momo just pulls a pistol on Sokka, like, for real? <laughs> hey, leave, leave the, boomerang, the boomerang warrior alone, man. Don't get me wrong, I love soccer, but one of these days I need Momo to just pull a pistol on him. Like, all right, that's it. I'm sick. Stop talking about your moon girlfriend, man. No one cares. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, so Brandon, 
you're the resident MMO guy, can you tell us about the new changes coming to Destiny? Um, basically, they're breaking the game, and it's just like, all right, <laughs> that's, that goes, you know how you guys say that I hate everything? Oh, you're you're about to hear the hater come out because oh my. Man, I've been tired of Destiny and its nonsense for a minute. Like, give context so people don't think I'm just hating out of hand. I've played Destiny since the beta of the one. I distinctly remember ordering Destiny on my dad's Amazon account because I was like 2014. So I was at the time canceling and deleting the email so he wouldn't see it and get mad at me and you know canceling the pre-order right after I made it so I could get into the beta. I didn't even have a PS4. I had a PS3. Okay, you know your boy was actually struggling. Okay. And I got Destiny on day one. I will never forget all my friends were making because they all had Xbox Ones, and I was, again, still on PS3. So they were like, oh, you're on PS3? Sorry, we don't speak, bro. You know? Like, my friends are jerks. So I'm going through, and I'm playing that. I played everything in D1. I've got almost 2,000 hours combined between the two games. And Bungie has just been making stupid decision after stupid decision. And now they're like, okay, guys. So the game is getting too big. I'm like, all right. I like the way this is going because Destiny players like myself have been upset that we don't have enough content. And then they decide, all right, so the game is getting too big. We're taking out half the content in the game to make room for new content. It's like, wait a minute. I'll just admit it that you have done an absolutely piss poor job in giving us content and keeping it relevant. And then we're going to remove content that you claim isn't relevant people aren't using you just admitted you haven't given us a interact with and then they're like but we're getting rid of four planets that you can go to in the game we're going to give you one new planet and then we're going to bring back all planet from d1 isn't that great i'm like if i wanted to play d1 i still got my copy i could just go play d1 revolutionary idea right right well but, why did they ever split up the games in the first place? Oh, they oh, had Activision. a 10-year deal with Activision oh, okay. where they had to release a sequel every three or so years. And, uh, two this is the dumbest had, uh, shit I've DLC ever heard. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. And, uh, Destiny 1 was supposed to have been the game year. for 10 years, and it was like, all right, every year let's release the new expansion on discs so we can get more money. I mean, I would have been okay so with it just been that. called D, Destiny. Call it Destiny the whole time and just release DLC. It's yeah, not that been great. I mean, look at World of Warcraft. You know, we're not on yeah. World of Warcraft 2. We're on World of Warcraft, and we're about to get Shadowlands. And um, yeah, they did that whole thing, and they're like, all right, and we're going to bring the Cosmodrome back. They're like, but here's the thing. All the content that goes away, we're putting in what we call the Destiny Content Vault. All the stuff will still be in there, and we can bring it out if the community wants it back. And we'll, you know, maybe reprise some things there. And they're like, great. The whole community is all excited. And I'm like, let me get some more specific. Like, you're going to get the Cosmodrome from D1 back. I'm like, okay. But we're barely going to get anything from Cosmodrome because it's not even going to be the full Cosmodrome at launch. Cosmodrome. I hate when they do that. It's behind a paywall, isn't it? 
sounds like no, the Disney they're... vault. <laughs> like, oh, we took all these movies that you probably want to watch. You can get them once every 10 years. And a diamond every... edition. Yep. <laughs> Here's Basically that markup. The they're like, all right, so you're going to get part of it at, uh, at the launch of Beyond Light. And then as year four of Destiny rolls on, they'll give us more content from the Cosmic Realm. And eventually they'll bring in the Vault of Glass, which was the original raid in Destiny 1. And again, you know, it's kind of nice to see that stuff come back. But again, if I wanted to go play D1, I would go do what my friends and I did today. We reinstalled D1. And I would just go run through all of that content. Revolutionary idea, right? Like, never thought of anything like that before in my life. I don't know how I thought of it. It's just such a genius idea. So they're doing that. And it's just like, why? Why? You're getting rid of content. And not just that, content that we paid for. You know what I mean? We paid, guys like me that bought the game, we paid for this. Day one. We bought the expansion, we bought the DLC, we paid for all of it, and now content we paid for is going to be inaccessible. And that just the really sour taste in my mouth. How far back now, are they taking away? Uh, they're taking away Earth, uh, not taking Earth, they're taking away Mercury, Io, they're taking away Titan, they're taking away, um, I do believe they said Nessus as well, and they're getting rid of the Leviathan. So that's four raids and four destinations that they're getting rid of. Wow. And they're giving a new location, a new raid, and one old destination. That's not even going to have all the content. I just you say like there's like some new story or something too. Yeah, there's some new story, and lore in the game has been very interesting lately. I'm a total lore geek, so I'm very excited to see what they do with the story. But I just, I'm not happy with the game's going. And I, at this point, I can't even promise that I'm going to buy Beyond Light just because I'm like, you know what, man? During that same time period, World of Warcraft is going to have Shadowlands. And World of Warcraft has 100 times the content Destiny does. I don't feel shortchanged after a session of World of Warcraft. Definitely feel shortchanged after Destiny. So I, I don't know if I'm going to stick around for that, but we'll see. Beyond Light does look interesting, though, with some of the decisions that they're making, some of the changes in terms of story, in terms of gameplay, the new weapons. Like, the stuff this season so far has actually been really offensive to some of the tests that we've had in Destiny. Um, Beyond Light, they're introducing a new subclass, which is Darkness Subclass. It's the first time we'll have a new elemental affinity in the game since D1 launched, which is really nice. Um, they're making new quality of life changes, like they're removing skill-based matchmaking from a lot of the multiplayer scene. So for people that want to just jump in multiplayer and have a more casual experience and just enjoy themselves and not have to go up against, you know, super try-hard people that play nothing but competitive hours a day, uh, you can go ahead and do that. So I think they're making some smart decisions, but I, along with a lot of the community, are like, Bungie doesn't know what they're doing anymore. They have absolutely no idea how to handle this game, and it's just like I love you, but I love this game, I really do. But it's kind of like how you be in a long term relationship sometimes, and you look at somebody, you're like, I love you, today, but I don't like you right now. I don't like you at all. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I I can't stand you. Like I ah. Uh, Okay. That, that's kind of how I feel about <laughs> Destiny right now. 
right. Hey, hey, Steven. Speaking of bad relationships gone kind of bad, as our resident streamer in the house, you are. Have you seen anything on these Twitch DCMA things that's been popping up from 20 or the old ones? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, it's not necessarily only Twitch, it's any content platform. Um, so that be it Facebook, Facebook Live, uh, Twitter, Twitch, Mixer, YouTube, even. Um, they're hitting people with DC or DMCA violations, um, which is essentially, as far as I'm understanding, um, it's the record labels in uh, or the the music industry kind of inciting this. <laughs> Don't have any rhyme or reason. We can all make our own assumptions about it. But um, if you guys are out there, if you guys are content creators, if you guys are listening to this, make sure not only if you have permission, just make sure you have permission. But if not. Find some artists that you want to work with. Find some copyright-free music, royalty-free music. There's a bunch of it out there, guys. Um, if you guys are on Twitter, you guys can check it out. There's been a bunch of bands um, that have said that they're allowing us to use their stuff on Twitch and to not get a violation, so they've publicly displayed it. Um, Trivium is one of the bands. Uh, Dragon Force is another one. That's not um, Dragon Force. So, yeah, it's any content creation platform, guys. You guys will be getting issued strikes. Um, I can't tell you what to do about your own stuff, but just yeah, know that I were, like mass deleting, like, oh, they had to master like thousands of videos. And I was just so hurt. That's, it just seems crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah some... Like all the time that you spend you know, developing that content and now it's just on. And it didn't have to get to that point. You know, <clears throat> they could have just said, Hey, you know, that's not cool. Even though this stuff is really being used under fair use. Absolute so, yeah, <laughs> they're they're getting paid for the initial streamers streaming the music, but then the people exactly. who are watching so probably check it out. You know, and so, it's like the thing about it is, is like you got people out there that have Amazon Prime Music or Amazon Music. They have Spotify or Pandora. I feel that when you subscribe to those, you should have a fair use license because you are paying monthly. Not only I get it's a subscription, guys. Don't don't run at me with your torches and pitchforks, okay, audience here. Please don't come at me after that. What I'm saying is, is that I feel we're spending our money. It should be going to the right avenues here. I think if I spend my $10 a month on Spotify or $10 a month on Pandora, I should have the ability to have fair use with it, you know, and there's a lot of streamers out there that it's uh, streamers. Let me just use content creators. I don't want to hit streamers in general content creators because that's every platform. People playing Just Dance are getting hit. Okay, that's yeah. stupid because that's in that's a game that they've already bought. <laughs> and um, the Guitar Hero Rock Band people like Guitar Yeah, Guitar Hero Rock Band. Um, any copyrighted music in a game that you're playing, um, it's that's just feel bad for them because like it's built into the game. It's not something that you decided. Okay, I'm going to go play this on Spotify in strength. That's literally built into the game. Like, there's nothing that you can do about that. Ubisoft or whoever should be handling that because they're the ones that had to... Exactly. It's because the DMCA laws are fucking outdated and overdone and they're they're just ridiculous. You know, like, the games that I play, like, I'm going to tell you right now, I play American Truck Simulator. Yes, that's another simulator game. Resident expert here, guys. Um, They have an internet radio option that you can... It'll pull a radio station up through your internet. And it'll play commercials and everything. And 
I don't want to get hit for that. So it's really throwing everything for a loop here. So. I don't know. It's just more corporate because unfortunately, really screwing over. The hopefully guy. we can. Is. Hopefully if we band together, we can get it fixed. Let's just say that guys. I sincerely hope so, because like you said, you know, these content creators are really helping out the people whose music is getting streamed, because you might have a stream that's never heard of Trivium. I'm a long-time fan. Somebody's mm -hmm. never heard of Trivium. Oh, hey, I like them. Who are they? Exactly. And then they'll go out and buy their CDs. Uh, and you got CD sales, you got ticket sales, you got merch sales. But It's, it's like with Marvin, right? Marvin, you have the copy of the same CD that I have. Dragon Force. Yeah. By God. I was to play it while while streaming, like in the background in my house. I that shouldn't count as like a fair use. I own the C D. It's I, I hope. I, I hope that we can get it squared away and uh, I know Twitch is on our side, but they're just enforcing the law. I know that I haven't heard anything other from other platforms, but we'll definitely uh see what has to go. But it makes me feel bad because YouTube's been having that issue for a very very long time. They have. He's yeah. also just stupidly ridiculous with gets copyright stricken. That's why I wasn't a fan of Nintendo for a long time. Somebody trying to promote their game would get hit with a copyright strike, lose their account, and then YouTube wouldn't do anything to help them. Exactly. And that's somebody's livelihood right there. That's somebody's Damn right. life. Let's get into the biggest news from today. Sony's PlayStation 5 event. Snowfest. Okay, so I have made a list. If you don't see it already, Brandon, I made a whole damn list and my oh, thoughts on every single game. Um, if you guys mind, do you guys mind if I go down the list and tell the audience what, what games come out? Let's just, let's just knock them out in order. Let's go. Okay, Grand Theft Auto Five. Yes, Grand Theft Auto Five. It's been on the PS3, PS4, now on the PS5. I feel... It is such a great game that it deserves to be on the PS5, especially being remastered and expanded for 2021. I can't go wrong with that. What do you guys think? The third remastering. I, I don't have a problem with it on PS5. <laughs> I've got a problem with selling it. I know people are going to get mad at me. Oh, you just want free stuff? No, here's what I'm going to say. If you own a copy of it on PS3 or PS4 or Xbox 360 or Xbox One, I think they should make it so you get a free upgrade to the next version. I would hope to that's what they're going to do with Xbox, you know, with Xbox and how they're doing. The, what is that called? Uh, game? Smart delivery. Yeah, smart hey, delivery. Look, we're, we're, we're talking about Rockstar here. The guys that made three billion on GTA Online and said that they were under monetizing the game. We good it well. They are not doing that. Yeah, it's going to be a $60 re-release, but... This expanded content has to be worthwhile because otherwise, it better be backwards compatible day one. Exactly. I think they're probably going to add to the map. They're going to add some more missions. You know, they might. I, I really think it's they're going to expand the map is the biggest uh, point. I want the director's cut of Grand Theft Auto V with the cut story missions involving Franklin and his friend. The oh, just like we're getting the, the Snyder cut. Of, yeah, of Justice League? Oh, yeah. yeah. Re re release the Hauser cut of Grand Theft Auto V. Let's go. <laughs> oh, God. I didn't, even know that that ex I didn't even know the content had got cut, but that's something crazy to think about when you think about... They, they cut a lot out of the game, bro. They cut a mess load out of the game just to release it. Yeah, remember, uh, 
when when Rockstar used now to release you know. uh, Rockstar used to release uh, like little side stories to the big games. There was going to yeah. be one for Grand Theft Auto Five too, but then they they just said, "Screw it, we're making too much money on online," and that's what's been ever since. Man, I would have loved that's to see right. a biker expansion on the side or. Something. Oh no! I wasn't a big fan of the Ballad of Gay Tony, uh, but I also made a mistake because I played GTA Four after I played GTA Five. Oh, so classic oh, mistakes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, so I went from GTA Five combat driving to GTA Four's 2008 combat, and ah, then let's go bowling. Eagle, oh, <laughs> my cousin's here. You. Let me tell you something. If I ever, if I ever hear Roman Bellic's voice again, I heard that man's voice in my nightmares. If I ever hear Roman Bellic's voice again, I'm an off cliff. I do it. I can't do it, boys. I can't do it. So it's if they do a GTA 4 remaster. I'm not here for it. I'm not. So it's Could funny. Give us a free copy. I wouldn't review it. We're sitting here it. talking about Grand Theft Auto, right? I get an email from Rockstar as I'm sitting here. Um. About how Grand oh, Theft no. Auto Five is coming to the consoles, and they kind of explained that GTA Online, how it's free. Um, so it's going to be a standalone GTA Online. It'll be all. It'll be its own thing, away from Grand Theft Auto Five. Apparently, makes sense. And also, all PlayStation Plus members on PlayStation Four will receive GTA One Million Dollars deposited into their in-game Maze Bank account within seventy-two hours of login each month. They play GTA Online until the launch of GTA Online on PlayStation Five. So, Rockstar's Even throwing GTA out the big guns. The exactly, <laughs> one million dollars in-game every month until the release of Grand Theft Auto Five on PS Five, guys. I mean, that's kind of cheap, though, because remember, they did the same thing when GTA Online was broken at launch. They were like, all right, we're going to give you guys a million cash here. Be that was Ben. This is now. now. Get, go out. Get, get, get well, man. Let's move to the next title on the list. Spider-Man Miles Morales. Oh, yes. I man. hope this oh. outdoes the other Spider-Man. I know it's a separate kind of thing, but I can only hope this is going to outdo the PS4 version of Spider-Man. I wonder yeah. what the length of this is. It looks like it's like a little like a side expansion, not a full content release. I, I'm, I'm I mean, we've like, been wrong before. Absolutely. <laughs> but it's I only been like, what, two years? Yeah, it's been a year and a half. It'll be two years by the time that it drops. My thing is this. We're going to get to this later on in, you know, in the segment. As we saw, Insomniac isn't just doing Ratch- um, you know, Spider-Man. They're doing Ratchet and Clank as well. So that means that their team is split up. I don't know if that means that they had their original team that was working on Spider-Man um, you know, broken up so they could go on Ratchet and Clank. I don't know if they kept the Ratchet and Clank team from 2017 working on Clank and then had their separate team for uh, Spider-Man, I don't know. But since it looks like they're going to have both of them coming out in a pretty short window of time, that does kind of give me some some concerns in terms of quality. But Insomniac's always done some really good work. I'm, I, I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. If that, looks, um, if that was gameplay, I, I w- couldn't have told. 
honestly, I'm kind of hoping that it was gameplay because I was hoping it was a Venom game. I'm not going to lie. Oh, man. Oh, man. That would... Them game would be I saw the I saw the black and I saw the spider weave and I'm like, oh my god, this better be Venom. And then it was <laughs> another Spider-Man, which I'm still happy about. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, yeah, we need Venom, Insomniac. Fantastic. Listen to us. Listen to your fans. We need well, a Venom we're game. Get, if we're gonna get Venom. We need to make one thing clear. It needs to be the Venom. It does not need to be the uh, Tobey Maguire Venom. Tom Hardy was better. Oh, Tom Hardy was fantastic. What I'm saying is that wasn't really Venom because anybody that knows the comics, as I do know, Venom would never say, maybe we should leave them alone or, no, or <laughs> something like that. Venom would never. Like, Venom's out here to eat and destroy everything. That's, that's not Venom. It's a nice fun to see you know i very much enjoyed the film i'm looking forward to venom too seeing what they do with carnage but i kind of feel like a lot of people are going to be like you know what carnage in venom 2 ended up being what venom was supposed to be in venom so i mean that's what we could have said about spider-man 2 spider-man 2 should have been spider-man 1 just saying yeah 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 we certainly could certainly could or we could just delete those movies from our venom our memory you know Spider-Man 2 is the good one. You're thinking about Spider-Man 3. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <Spider-Man>. <laughs> All right. And Iron Man 1. one is- <laughs> yeah. All right. The next game is Gran Turismo 7. I've never quite gotten into the simulating driver- driving stuff. I'm- I more enjoy Horizon, but it looked beautiful. Forza Horizon is a travesty compared to the original Forzas. Okay? I'm just saying. What? What'd you oh, say? I've, I was not a fan of Forza Horizon. I was not. I'm not a fan of an open world racing game. Just say it's not your team. You didn't have to say it's a travesty. It's the best racing game we had this generation. Forza 7. <laughs> okay, first of all, let me stop you right there. The best racing game we had this 7 is Dirt Rally in VR. Let's get oh my right god. Now. Okay, Brandon, we can no longer be friends. I'm just kidding, buddy. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> Dirt <laughs> Rally was gross. Codemasters let me down. Codemasters has gone downhill since Dirt 4. I'm sorry, I've owned every... I've, has definitely made some mistakes since Dirt 3. Dirt like, Showdown. Dirt 3, I think, was, I think Dirt 3 was the peak of the franchise. It was. Dirt, Dirt 3 was great. It was, it, was the mo- it was the best game ever. And then you go to Dirt Showdown, and then you like go art like arcadey and then you bring out dirt four thinking oh cool this is cool no it's it's garbage and (laughs) it because it lost its feel it lost its way it's like i don't know i i have a lot to say about that but we have a long list to get through here so all right next was ratchet and clank which brandon touched on earlier I'm curious if this is a sequel to the the game based on the movie based on the game or the future series from the ps3 Looks like it's future since uh with the riffs about yeah, with the riffs and all that, like I don't know if you guys are into Ratchet and Clank the way I am. I was gonna raise so the Zony interference from the future series can almost definitely be tied into these universal riffs. But yeah, no, think- I'm actually, I'm getting a little bit deeper into Ratchet and Clank. I have all the games, I just got a little bit burnt out because I made the mistake of playing um 
played Jack and Daxter, and then I was like, I'm going to go to Ratchet and Clank. But then after Jack, I was like, all right, that's enough. That's that's enough platforming right now. <laughs> that's like your t- that's your common tell. You always chain the same similar games. Like, how many long-form I- RPGs are, have you played this year? Do we want an actual list, or is that a I think we part? can make a whole episode about that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> because but, I went from Pillars of Eternity to Divinity Original Sin to Pathfinder Kingmaker to um, Persona 4 and 5, went back to Persona 3, um, Fire Emblem 3 Houses. I did the Fire Emblem games on 3DS. I just... This is a I long list, guys. Can <laughs> yeah. I get into a genre? Like I'm, I'm going all in. I, I give me World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy 14. We're riding this, we're riding this horse till it dies, bro. Like we're going in. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. That gameplay was really, if like I said, that gameplay that they showed for Ratchet and Clank, top notch. Top like notch. a Pixar <laughs> movie. It looked like Pixar movie since the PS3 era. Like gameplay and the cutscenes. I mean, uh, it, it just brought back vibes, man. Like, you know, teenager just sitting in the room, you know, just hanging out. Yeah, just blowing shit up with your little talking robot pal, man. Uh, <laughs> and then we got Project Athia. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, I was kind of lost on that one. We're, what about you guys? This is one of those blinking, you won't understand it type things. I just know Square Enix is doing it, and... Gary Witta, one of my favorite writers, helped like facilitate and I think write the story. I'll play it. I'll just wait for the reviews first. For a little bit I'm, of backstory. I'm looking at it and I'm like, all right, I don't need another Elden Ring in my life in the sense that, oh, here's a really great teaser and you don't get to hear anything else about it for who knows how long. And with the way that Square Enix has messed up with games lately, <laughs> Final Fantasy 15. Um, I'm I'm cool with holding out on whatever it is that they're uh, they're working on right now. Like uh, like you just said, I'll wait for reviews and then uh, I'll see what the Lord has to say to my bank account about that. We have have the the cat simulator stray. I really thought we were getting a cyberpunk look. I really (laughs) thought we were. It definitely it looked very nuts. And then I saw a cat. I, I don't know. Returnal. <laughs> it's a terrible name for a video game, but it looks very interesting. Oh, yeah, I, no, Returnal looks bonkers. It's got. It, I thought it was uh, Until Dawn for a hot minute, and then I like I, like an Until Dawn two. I'm like ah, never mind. Until Dawn two. Remember uh, the guys that are doing Until Dawn. Are um, doing the man and the dance stuff right now. Yeah, yeah. I still haven't played that game. I own it. (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna get to it eventually. Hey, man, I'm hoping. Like I said, it's until dawn was great. Man of Dawn looks fantastic. Um, but for you little big planet, for you little big planet fans out there, Sackboy. What is your guys' uh, thoughts on Sackboy? I wish it was Little Big Planet. I don't want any side games about Sackboy being a platformer, but that's just me. I wish many of Mako was also making this. Sumo Interactive needs to be playing me making Sly Cooper 5, but 
see how this how this comes out. What about you, Brandon? Oh, man. Um, I couldn't care less about Little Big Planet. I'm not saying it's a bad game. It's just my <laughs> note literally see, says interesting. Nothing to write home about. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, all right. I'm sure that they did it. Um, you know, give the kids something. Hey, Dad, I want a PS5. What are you gonna play, Little Big Planet? So like six year old Susie on Christmas morning is gonna be playing Little Big Planet on her 4K TV. I'm just gonna be out here like swinging around as Miles Morales, like yay. Oh my okay, God. then we got Destruction oh, All Stars. Let's skip the next four. Let's go to the Eye World. Well, let's just tell the audience here about the next ones. So there's Destruction yeah. All Stars. It looks like a PS2 port. Not gonna lie. It Kena definitely Bridges. looked like a ripoff of Twisted Metal. I was like, what even? I thought it was a Fortnite version of Twisted Metal. Like, it was just like a fake out, and then Twisted Metal was going to come out. It, it never came out. Or Fortnite 2. I would have been better off with Fortnite 2. Same. We're, we're, we're good with Fortnite 1. Fortnite 1 has given me enough nightmares. <laughs> and then we got Kena Bridge of Spirits. I wasn't sold on it. Um, it looked kind of like a Zelda knockoff. Not going to lie. Honestly, I didn't think it looked like a Zelda knockoff. I thought it looked like a Horizon Zero Dawn knockoff. Ooh, now that you say that. Okay, okay. Goodbye Volcano High from Cartoon Network Studios. I don't even know anything about this. So I was saying we could we skip it in. Uh, the next one was Oddworld Soulstorm. Are you guys fans of the Oddworld games? I am a I've big fan of Abe's any. Odyssey. Dave's Odyssey is so good. And then when they did New and Tasty, like, you could just tell they put so much love into, like, recrafting that game. I don't know what the hell Soulstorm is based on or if it's just a whole new property, but I'm going to buy it. I might hey, not finish I, it, but I'm going to buy it. I want to see gameplay. I want to see Abe in the 21st century. That's what I want to see. Dude, did you see all those Abes getting, like, mowed down? I hope that. I think that was gameplay. Hey, I'm, I'm, like I said, I was kind of hard to tell. <laughs> but um, then we got Ghostwire Tokyo. I am a huge fan of that. I was mind blown at that trailer. Um, I do want to see more from that game, though. I I thought it kind of had a John Wick esque vibe to it. To me, to me. Understandable, understandable. Um, Jet? but uh, Jet, I didn't quite understand. Jet, I was. I didn't know if it was like a jet ski game or if it was like. You know, a like space, a space. Yeah, space thing. <laughs> I, I, bro. I don't know. What What about you, Brandon? What did you think of Jet? Did you kind of like you want to see more of it? Or I wasn't really feeling it. Jet, that was kind of around the point where I was like, all right, can we get to the meat and potatoes of this conference? Because I got things to do. Yeah, Jet was, like, was... It was, it was just there. And then I was telling George, go. Oh, I was just going to go to the next game, but if you guys are still talking about uh, this one. And uh, I was telling George that they should have just, like, kind of categorized these games by, like, different genres or, like, age brackets. Like, oh, here's some games your kids will like. Here's the ones for the teens. And then here's our rated M things. Like, kind of this whole presentation is all over the place. Well, I think what they should have really done since this was the reveal of the PS5 games and the console, which we'll get to eventually, I really feel like they should have just brought out the heavy hitters. Know these system sellers. Like I will buy a PS5 exactly. for Spider Man. I will yeah. buy a PS5 for Horizon Zero Dawn too. I'm down for that. I couldn't care less about Little Big Planet. 
I'm not going to buy it for Little Big Planet or Kena Bridge of Spirits. I'm not saying that they shouldn't. (laughs) I'm not saying that they shouldn't have Little Big Planet or whatever. I'm saying people that are interested in Little Big Planet, by and large, 9 out of 10 of them are children. 9 out of 10 of them don't have the money to buy this console. So, like, no parent is sitting there. I feel that. They're like, okay, yeah, I need to go ahead and put away $500 so I can get my kid a PS5 with Little Big Planet for Christmas. Right. No parent said that today. Not (laughs) Every parent said that. I feel more so like, I agree with you. You should have put the heavy hitters that were going to draw people in to buy that, like Xbox did, with Halo. We still haven't seen Halo fucking gameplay, but... July. Hey, I'm going to hope. I'm going to hope. So then I mean, we got it's been what five years since we've seen Halo Five. I'm cool with Don't it you because Brandon. Oh, I'm saying I'm <laughs> cool with it because as bad as Halo Five was, I want Halo Infinite to be good. I, I so do. If they don't show anything until July, we end up getting a showcase that just blows our mind. I'm good with it because the thing I said to all to all the Sony distractors was let them show something when they're confident in it. When it's their time, when they're ready, when they've made that decision, let them do it. I'm saying the well, same thing for Microsoft. That, that last showcase from Xbox, and then we'll get back onto the storyline here. That was a good showcase that they showed oh, off last time. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, Granted, I, I, I like the reveal. Like, hey, this is the Series X, and you know it's going to be Series X, and then this, and that, and whatever. I was happy with it. You know, I wasn't let down. Definitely. Like the last Sony State of Play. Just saying. And uh, but next week, we got fall godfall i thought we were getting god of war too oh yeah <laughs> and then we saw armor and i'm like ah kratos doesn't wear armor what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> um i wasn't i wasn't sold on godfall i i yeah, really no, wasn't I wasn't either when i saw the trailer for godfall earlier this year i was like oh that could be interesting I found out today Gearbox was making it. I'm like, oh, I couldn't care less because I don't. I there's nothing Gearbox has done that I've enjoyed. Not one game. And I feel you there. Studio. I just don't like the gameplay. And again, I've played so much Destiny. I judge every single other first-person shooter by Destiny's gunplay standards. And if you at least meet Destiny's gunplay standards, or come, Destiny is the guy that she warns you about. Just saying. Yeah, yeah, she Destiny really is. Like in terms of gunplay with first person shooters, there's Destiny, there's Call of Duty, there's Battlefield on occasion. There, there aren't many games that really in terms of shooting. No. You know, no. Just, but speaking of shooting, Hitman three might be giving shooters a run for their money. Hitman 3 gave me oh. not only blood money vibes from back in the day, oh, which was yeah. <laughs> it's a game of the year contender in my book already. Already, yeah. I agree with you almost 100% there. <laughs> Is it, I thought we, they said it wasn't going to be out till uh, first quarter of 2021. Is that 2021? I, don't, I didn't get a date on it, but I don't care if it comes out in 2020 and 2021. It's still a game of the year. I because I feel like this is the last Hitman game we're gonna get. I I I don't know why. While. I just it's think the end of the trilogy. So it is, and then we'll go back to the Telltale versions, which don't start me on that. Same. <laughs> and then we got Astro. I wasn't super sold. 
Um, yeah, kind of glad they're getting him off of VR. I want to. I want to go skip forward to NBA 2K21. That game looked like sports games are coming back. Yeah, I want to yeah. see some actual gameplay of it though, but I really think sports games are making a comeback and not just hey, let's just throw this out. Let's just throw this out. I can't wait you know to see what, what what the VC agreement is this year. I, I think saw you got that. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Are sports games actually going to have a story now? They brought out Zion Williamson. Obviously, they had him looking all pretty, and then there was like, oh, his face is bloody in the center there. And I'm like, okay. But then it looked like, you know, he's all super serious, and I'm like, oh, there. Man, and so it was... story. Then uh... I remembered Dead Island, and I was like, okay, we're not getting excited for, sto- for trailers anymore. Dead Island still had some good moments. I'm not going to lie. Riptide was okay. I'm not saying they didn't have good moments, but remember that trailer? I still say it's the best trailer in the history of video games. Oh, it is. Then, then what we got in terms of you know final retail package, I was like, ah. so then we got bug snacks. I the, the trailer confused me. I saw it's by the people who made Octodad, and I loved Octodad, so I'm I'm gonna definitely have to play this. I mean, I still don't know what the storyline is, but we'll have to see. Um, Demon Souls remaster, Re- getting remastered by Blue Point. Hey, last year. That. I don't like Blue Point remasters. What? I think it's oh, just, well, I think it's Demon Souls in general. He's not excited about. Oh, actually, okay. I'm a big Demon Souls fan. The reason I say I'm not excited about it is because I've actually got a big problem with how many remakes and remasters we're getting. Because I will I agree. Like taking away from new game development because you've got studios like High Moon Studios. Those guys did amazing work with the two Transformers games that they did. Then you've got guys like Beanox who did amazing work with three Spider-Man games. And if Activision hadn't been so bloody greedy in terms of trying to cash in with the movie franchises, they could have done even more fantastic work. Now you got these guys, and they did the um, Beanox, uh, I do believe it was. They did the Skylanders thing. They were working on Skylanders, and you got great studios that are literally doing nothing but either remakes or remasters of existing titles, or they're just kind of like an accessory studio on a game, and they have no real creative input or control. I want to see new content from these people. I do. I agree. Exactly. Exactly. Like I, there's... I don't have a problem with Demon's Souls in general. It's just, I would rather see a new title. I, 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 I would rather stuff. see another Dark Souls, is what I'd rather see. I'd rather see Bloodborne 2, man. Let me tell you something. Eldritch Eyes, yes, sir. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh. Okay. The next one, Deathloop. I think Bethesda has finally, yes, I will say it, because I have been a huge proponent against Bethesda over the past year for what they gave us as Fallout 76, but they did redeem themselves. Um, especially with this game, but Deathloop, what is your guys' take on Deathloop? Holy crap, I might actually have to play it. I have hated just about everything Arcane has done, because I didn't like Dishonored. I don't I feel like Dishonored. I don't feel like pray. Dishonored is as clever as people like to claim that it is. I really don't. It was I, a it was a grind game, kind of like, you know, like Assassin's Creed. You know what I mean? It was that grindy. 
It has um, aliens and Native Americans and turned into some weird like blob thing. Bro. Brave uh, was cool if you're going into it with a System Shock Bioshock mindset. It's but not Brave. <laughs> it could have been named anything else. Yeah, but man, this one was really yeah. interesting. Yeah, I, it gave me some <laughs> Quentin Tarantino vibes. Absolutely. It did. It did. And the whole concept that you're stuck in the time loop and you're trying to break it, like, God. And you uh, have, that like, also the makes other characters, Hunter. About repetition in terms of, like, okay, how many times are you going to kill me or how many times am I going to kill you and how long is that going to stay interesting? Absolutely. I hope, you know, I, I really hope it's good. But I the next going to be great. The next title I know we are all three excited about, Resident Evil 8. Village. I I think that this could be another game of the year contender as long as they did it the right way. First person is Ethan and Chris. We'll Mm. see how it is. I I don't know. Might be another one you gotta play with VR. You don't have to play with VR, but man, it's better if you play it in VR. Let me tell you something. But uh, I'm actually really excited for it. I'm I'm not thrilled about the storyline just because I love Chris Redfield so much and they're saying that it's his final adventure. I, I'm i not a big fan of that because it's like, man, that's the end of Chris. When are we going to see the end of Leon? You know, not that I want Leon to go away. It just seems like that would be the end of Leon next. And then like, I mean, what happens next? We go to Claire and Jill and all of them. We need a reboot of everybody. Not a reboot. Sorry, that's a bad choice of words. We need a new, we need new recruits, okay? We've been playing with the same people, you know, fucking Leon's got to be 60 years old by now. Chris is probably Nick nearing Chuck Norris's age right now. Just saying. That's all true. That's we all got Ethan. True. Ethan from Seven. But, Wife's dead, know. so he's going to go tour the world with Chris Redfield. <laughs> and carry his walker, and I'm hoping it's not like that. It's the new Shiva. <laughs> we need a new cast of Resident Evil. You know, I'm I'm hoping because Resistance already came out, right? Yeah, yeah Resistance came out with three, and we don't even speak about that travesty Not at all. <sighs> they they they, uh, they they let me down on that one. Then the final oh. game is Horizon Zero Dawn Two, Horizon or Forbidden, Forbidden West. West. Exactly, it that blew my fucking mind. Oh yeah! Oh, my God. I didn't think they were going to show it this early. I thought that was like a year one PlayStation conference. Like, hey, so we know what's been what you've been waiting for. Here's no, Horizon. I, I knew that they were going to show it because you got to remember, Horizon came out in in March of 2017. Yeah. Well, so it's been a good three years. It, it fits the three year cycle typically that new developers like to have. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Gorilla had. Just- well, they have been hiring people for multiplayer, so people were saying, like, for launch, they're going to possibly do another kill zone. So I was in that right. camp, like, oh, kill zone's coming back? Let's go. I, don't, I, I want, I've been waiting for some Hellgan skulls to uh, get shot for a while. I mean, I don't think kill zone's coming back because Shadowfall didn't sell that well. Launch game, launch games always sell well. It, it was like, eh, it, I don't think it really met their sales expectations from the way that they talked about it. Uh, and it also wasn't really that great. It felt more like it was a, tech, a graphical and tech demo. Which, again, a lot of um, 
a lot of launch games do. It sold 800,000 copies as of December 2013. So that year, they sold almost a million copies. By yeah. the next year, it sold 2.1. No, it did good. I'm not going to lie. Remember, we're in a generation <laughs> where they want at least 4 to 5 million copies sold. We're looking at Sony, who's talking about like Spider-Man selling 10 million units. Out of war selling 10 million units six or three <laughs> it's like mm. but didn't god of war come out in 2018 i was gonna say that that's four years that that was a difference like here this is like right when the console launched oh, they were happy no way yeah. i mean i'll be honest um i'm really impressed with what sony did with their lineup they kind of structured it pretty well but they came out with their heavy hitter at the end unlike the game awards sorry coming out and the last game you're going to announce is a fucking Fast and the Furious game? Come on! Come on, they did it for family. You've never done something stupid at the end of something for your family? Not in the biggest stage of them all. You need to grab a Corona, my, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but! That leads us to the design of the PS5. I was fucking shocked. I was really shocked because it didn't even look anything like the rendering that they had uh, provided a few months back. They never gave us an official rendering of what the console. Oh, because like. somebody did somebody the release controller. that because they thought yeah. it what it no because remember they the vacuum cleaner debacle remember the one that looked like oh, fucking a, about, oh, the Hoover the Hoover yes yeah <laughs> that was just something that somebody mocked up on Twitter oh, okay. Like, okay this is what the controller looks like What's the console gonna look like. They were okay. doing all kind of things and saying, okay, well, would you buy this? And would you buy that? And then people were saying, well, that's what it's going to look like. I was like, eh. Fair I enough. I was the biggest fan of the controller at first, but it's kind of grown on me. Man, when I saw that console, I was like, ooh, look. It, it, it's like a match made in heaven. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. Let me holler at you. Kind of, I, I'm not quite a fan of the design just yet. It looks kind of weird to me with that whole, like, the disk drive just looks like they just stuck it on at the last second and then put a white cover over it. But we'll see, because by comparison, the Xbox is just a big black box and they have eight generations of those. But you also have to remember, though, nobody's really looking at their console it's sitting underneath your entertainment system nine times out of ten i i have but i still don't want to open that box and see another box exactly I, I'm, I, I'm not saying you're wrong i'm just like yeah for me my ps4 but, is literally under my tv i rarely ever look at it we can't speculate on what the accessories were but they did show a line of accessories to come with the ps5 which i was kind of happy about um, you know, the, the charging stand, if that comes in the box with the PlayStation 5, fantastic. It's not that, going to. That sucks. <laughs> there's, there's no way that they're going to bring, that's going to be a $40 add-on. I mean, just, you saw it, it, they had two controllers on it. Nah, bro, it's going to be a $40 add-on. But now we have a digital <laughs> edition right. and a disc edition, guys. Yeah, and see, that's how I know this thing is going to launch at $500. I know it's gonna launch at five hundred dollars. It's either gonna launch at five hundred or four hundred. I'm saying five hundred. Did you see those Amazon skews that popped up? Oh yeah, they they had that launch at seven hundred US because it was five ninety nine French. Um, it's gonna launch at five hundred, I think, because when you look at it, it's gonna be the same thing that Microsoft did. They had the Xbox One that was um priced at one price, and then they had the Xbox One S with no disc drive that was about what. 
$50 cheap or something like that. Some I think that's going to be Sony's justification. And, you know, it pisses me off because I'm like, I'm not going to want to pay an extra 50 bucks for a, a disk drive. Disc drive. Yeah, but I'm going to. <laughs> you got it, man. Games are cheap in physical form most times. That's exactly why I'm going to do it. Because digital, I'm still going to be paying $60. I can walk my happy stuff down to GameStop and get a copy for 20 I mean, am, am, am I sold on it? I don't know. I have a hardcore PC Master Race right now. I'm not going to lie, guys. Um, I probably won't get it right at launch. I'll probably wait a year. Maybe. Um, I'm, I'm waiting to hear about the backwards compatibility. Because so far, I'm sold on Xbox. Having all my games in one console thing. Hey. Oh, yeah. That, that would definitely be cool. But for me, it doesn't really matter. Because, again, I own a PS4. If I want to play a PS4 game, I'll go play a PS4. That's kind of my thing with... Um, yeah, like if I want to go play a Nintendo game, I'm going to go play it on the old school Nintendo. Exactly. Not going to play it on my Switch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's get to our last topic of the night, gentlemen. E3. Marvin, lead us in, buddy. Let's do it. Alright. E3 is a magical time in every kid's life. Around this week, was a magical time. Let's just let's just go with that. Oh yeah, I forgot. This year would have been the last year anyway. So uh, from June 9th to the the 12th, usually like it's like a week wide thing where every day there will be different conferences where everybody's talking about their stuff. I wanted to talk about magical moment, bad moment, and an honorable mention if possible. So my favorite E3 memory is the Microsoft 2013 Xbox One conference, where you come in. Uh, Was that the debut no, of the it? Xbox One? Yes. Or are were you they, high? Hold on, let me, Brandon, don't you start. <laughs> <laughs> so they come in, they start with Ogre Solid 5. That's the first thing, is they do the world premiere of Metal Solid 5. And they bring in The Witcher 3. They like they they talk about the Fable remake and they have all this like killer stuff and then they floundered it at the absolute end when they're talking about how you need always online DRM to to have your games. You have to have a connect connected to it and the price Aww. is four ninety nine. Sony came in later on, like seven hours later, and announced their price of three ninety nine and the rest was history. Now, Brandon, you can start your slander. Yeah, I was about to say, sir, are you high? I mean, yeah, they they came out swinging. When I watched that conference at first, I was like, oh, oh, like my Sony loyalist self was like, y'all, 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 y'all ain't have to do me like that, bro. Because that was the year that we got to see Ground Zeroes for the first time. I was like, oh, snap, that looks something special. And then we got to see Witcher 3 and its little gameplay there. Like you said, it looked fantastic, but then they committed the heresy. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I just <laughs> still amazed that they thought they could get away with that nonsense. The thing is, that's what ended up happening in this console generation anyway. You have to be always connected to use anything on your your place on your consoles. You don't need to connect. Thank God, because. That damn thing's useless, but literally everything Microsoft was talking about became the norm after they like got handed the NAS whooping. 
Well, kind of yes and kind of no. It depends on what you're talking about here, because you got to remember, like the Connect, the Natal, like that was just ridiculous. Nobody's making you do that. For single player games, you're not mandated to always be online for that. Multiplayer, obviously, you know, I want I'm playing World of Warcraft. I've got to be online for that. I can understand that, but to say that you got to have the internet connect and check in every couple hours, nothing does that. Nothing. It, it was just overly draconian, and they were trying to have too much control over their consumers and their pockets, and I'm not down for that. None of us were. And they rightfully got their ass handed to them on that one. Um, if they hadn't done that, I... they hadn't done it, they literally um, would have probably had like an equal market share with Sony. And that's I, what I love about it, because the conference say, was so strong. I was about to say, I don't think that they would, and not because of slander. Think about this, like, realistically. What has Microsoft put out this generation that comes anything close to what Sony's done? I'm not talking about the same game. I mean, in terms of general quality, what has Microsoft put out overall that has been the same quality? They had um, Sunset Overdrive, launch title, one of the best games to come out in the last decade. Instead of greenlighting a sequel, they let Insomniac go over to Sony again and make Spider-Man. Really? They canceled Scalebound, and then they let Platinum Games go over to Nintendo and develop exclusively for them, other than Nier Automata. Really? Microsoft has just shown over and over again they have no idea how to manage their bloody studio. Stakes are made in the heat of passion, Jimbo. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I can tell you. I I don't know what else. I mean, neutral. Oh man! Uh, and, so my bad conference. I, uh, I want to spotlight Ubisoft's Just Dance segments. They've been four minutes long and a reoccurring thing of every one of their E3 showings since 2014. And nobody wants to see them. Not one of us has asked for this. <laughs> There's some grandmas in like a nursing home somewhere with E3 fired up every June. Like, hey, what songs are getting added to Just Dance, kids? <laughs> Let's see it. It has to because otherwise there's no reason for it at all. That's why some hip, so many hips get broken in the United States. Just saying. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon, what about you? What are your favorite E3 memories? You know what, man? I've got to go Sony 2013 because I'm such a Sony loyalist. <laughs> <laughs> just getting to see Sony just completely eviscerate Microsoft like that. 399 Oh, yes, Lord. And then they come in <laughs> And this is how, how you, you share, share games. 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 <laughs> I mean, it was just straight gangster. It was straight gangster. There's no other way to say it. it Tony amazing. literally came out to uh to that Tupac song. <laughs> where he... Yeah, they, why... they like they literally posted up after that, like say something now, say something now. Microsoft was like, "Nah, I ain't saying nothing." But um, honorable mention gotta go Microsoft from 2009 because they brought out Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. And this was before it had got revamped and Platinum was working on and man, that game looked sick. This was when Kojima was still, you know, the lead developer on it. And I very much want to see, kind of see what Kojima would or could do with that. And I just think it'd be something special to see. Um, a terrible moment. I've, I've got to go with two of them. One is Mr. Caffeine from Ubisoft 2011. 
That is an atrocity <laughs> that should never be repeated. The audience that doesn't know what we're jokes. talking about. <laughs> the audience that doesn't know what I'm talking about. Mr. Caffeine literally came out and with every announcement, everything he said, he moved his hands in front of his face and went like he was some Atari game from the 1980s. We're not doing that right here. It's, it's, it's just like Black Panther. We don't do that right here. It's, it's no. No, no, sir. No, sir. It was an absolute catastrophe. It was so hilarious to watch in retrospect. I'm like, this was cringe, but it's also really great. It's, it's kind of the Sharknado of press conferences. You know what I mean? So bad that it's good. Well. Uh, I uh, am one of the rare. Go ahead, oh, don't tell me you liked it. Don't tell no. me you liked it. No, listen to this, Brandon. You're not even going to be ready for this because I wasn't. I have never watched an E3 at all, ever. I can't blame you, because in a lot of cases, E3 is exactly what we saw today from Sony. There's a, a lot of good stuff that comes out, but they, it's sandwiched between a lot of boring stuff. Yeah, I've, I, I, I don't know. I've just never been one of those kind of people. Like I was telling Marvin, um, my stuff has just been like, if I want to see what I want to see, I'll go to YouTube. Oh, definitely, because you save about 10 hours on your week instead of watching conferences. We don't talk about the Nintendo conference in 2010. We most certainly do not. <laughs> Ubisoft also made a horrible mistake getting rid of Aisha Tyler. She was the best thing to happen to E3. I don't care what anybody says. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves was great. You're beautiful. But man, Aisha didn't care. Like, Aisha would get heckled in the crowd and then she'd roast you right back. Aisha was great. <laughs> it, was, it was whose line is it? Conference edition. It was fantastic. <laughs> And then they got uh, rid of her. I was like, no. But the laser tag game, Ubisoft did. Oh my god. That was just humiliating. Like, that was... You know how much money it would have to, you'd have to pay me to get me, a 6 foot 10 black man, to run down the hall screaming at the top of my lens, pew, 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 with some kind of suit that looks like it got rejected from Tron's original design on. Did you understand? I I just <laughs> it was embarrassing for me to watch. I bet every single performer is embarrassed and to this day. It just I keep, trying, I, can, I keep trying I to mess up the just Dan saying, like, hey, if you're being held hostage, please blink and let us know so we can rescue you. And he just doesn't blink. He seems to like dancing. Well, there we go. Oh. Alright, uh, so for this week's new releases, we have the Cyberpunk Limited Edition Xbox One available now. I actually have one that I want to unbox for the website, so... It's not uh, available yeah. now. It's sold out everywhere. Oh, well, I'd be quicker than that, I guess. Uh, we gotta be Marvin, oh. guys. Yeah. Oh, I uh, d- I'm so mad at Marvin because he can not only get Cyberpunk with that thing, he gets get the, the expansion. DLC. I didn't know. You can't see it, but I'm flipping you off. Thank you. <laughs> and I got it for $100 off, so it was even better. And then the Last of Us 2 limited edition PlayStation 4 Pro should be available now since the game releases next week. But we'll oh, see. Oh, my God. Mar- Marvin, Marvin, I love you so much. I completely for 
Mark Marvin. Oh boy, Marvin. Hey, do it again. You also have the Last of Us Two reviews going up tomorrow, June sixth. So by the time you hear this, the reviews will be up, and the game is out on the nineteenth. And I'm going to be that. doing the review, and unfortunately, I won't be able to do my job as a hater of all things because I love the Last of Us. I'm, I'm, we're going to talk about the story because I saw the leaks, but I don't like the gameplay of The Last of Us, so I'm going to watch the game movie on Monday. Yeah, that's what everybody that's what everybody says, that they don't like the gameplay of it, they like the, uh, they like the story. I completely understand that. I enjoyed the gameplay. I, I understand why somebody wouldn't. I get that. I really do. I really do. Uh, so there's no new events that I know of. Uh, you guys got anything else before we close it on out? That's that's it. No, I'm I'm good, man. That was uh, always good to be with you guys. Seriously, it's always good to be on with you guys. All right, hey, so that's all for us this week. Take care, nerds. Next time, see you guys next time.